Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 12 years ago, the call went out to Stand Up Australia. Now in 1995, it's Stand Up New Zealand particularly because this is a water-based sport and we're a small island surrounded by ocean, I think it really strikes a very deep, sort of almost primal nerve in us that, you know, we can excel at sport on the water. Black Magic is about to sail to an unprecedented 5-0 win and convincing victory. The America's Cup is now New Zealand's Cup. The fact that we can excel at design and technology as well, you know, we're as good as anywhere else in the world. Better. And for only the second time in 144 years, the most illustrious and the loser of prizes in sailing, international sports' oldest prize, leaves the United States, this time to a different down under, New Zealand! It's like we've, we were part of a much bigger community, I think, throughout the America's Cup win. There's a spirit of adventure yes. that runs through this story, isn't there? Yes, and hope and faith and, yeah, yeah, holding on to that end goal, but also having fun. So Peter Blake was always about having fun on the way and that it's OK to fail, you know, you learn from your failures. I'm talking to history curator Stephanie Gibson, but for once we're not into Papa. When Sir Peter Blake uh, opened Papa on uh, 14th of February 1998, he opened the museum for us and then later he offered NZL32 to Cheryl Sutherland, the CEO, and said, you know, would the National Museum in New Zealand be prepared to take the yacht that won America's Cup? And she said yes, but we really felt its spiritual home and its whole history of who made it and who was part of it really is Auckland-based. So we worked with the Maritime Museum here on Hobson's Wolf to realise this amazing exhibition that you see now, which is the whole history of New Zealand yachting with NZL32 at the heart of it. We are sitting under (laughs) the keel of NZL32. And the keel is sort of where where all the magic happens with lots of yachts, isn't it? The whole thing has magic in it because it's it's the tension between having a light hull and sails and a heavy bulb attached by the keel... So you want your weight down below and you want it to be light up the top so you can be as fast as possible. But it's getting that balance right, which is always the trick with America's Cup boats. Another trick with America's Cup boats is money. Lady Pippa Blake says at the very start of the 1995 campaign, Team New Zealand called on an unconventional line of finance. They were going back to their sponsors, but still no-one had signed anything. And the deadline for entering the race was just approaching very quickly and they had to get the money in for the race which was in fact 20,000 US dollars and Peter and in fact Alan Sefton who was assisting him at the time made the decision right we're going to do this so I was rung up I was in the UK Pippa you've got to get to the bank you've got to ask the bank manager very nicely and so yep that the money was handed over and we entered the America's Cup and uh, got the whole thing going really. 
Visionary and pragmatic, just like the boat building process. And above all, a team effort. The designers were very, very experienced. They were naval architects. They really knew their stuff. And they worked with the crew at every step of the way. So they would mock up the deck back in home base. And everybody, the grinders, everybody involved, would experiment with position and equipment. I think Peter, when he came back in the evening, he told me a bit about it. But on the whole, it was best not to know. But I, I could tell there was an element of excitement. By the time Team New Zealand reached the finals of the America's Cup in May 1995, the work they'd already done made them firm favourites. But their opponent was four-time winner Dennis Connor, the American also known as Mr America's Cup. And they'd been here before with Connor and lost. Nothing could be taken for granted. Team New Zealand did really well on NZL 38 in the first run Robins. So there are two boats, they're both called Black Magic. There's NZL38 and NZL32, which is here on display. And so the New Zealanders were doing really well on NZL38, and the whole world thought that that was the best boat. And then, for the finals, they swapped to NZL32, and that really freaked everybody out. It's like, oh no, it's older, it can't be as good. Because they were keeping NZL32, this boat that we're sitting under, yep. they were keeping it under wraps. Yep. Because they didn't want people to know too early, they didn't want... Dennis Connor, I suppose, and the challengers, to know that they had a boat that was, as Joey Allen called it, a rocket ship. 32 came out and so people thought, well, this is crazy. Why are the Kiwis using their slow boat? But the guys always knew that it was a rocket ship. And sure enough, put her on the water and she went like a rocket. By that point, the Kiwis had something else on their side. I keep calling them the posh red socks because they were Ralph Lauren probably the most I'd ever spent on a pair of socks at that stage and gave them to Peter for, you know, amongst one of his Christmas presents and he wore them for his first race. They won the first race and they won the second race. They actually lost only one race while competing and that was when he wasn't on board with his red socks. Overnight, this sensational, extraordinary outpouring of get Blakey back on the boat with his red socks and it turned to this huge campaign. I mean, sure enough... They won every single race after that. 5-1 over the Australians in the semi-final. 5-0 over Team Dennis Connor in the final. The homecoming was triumphant. Well, you can't really put it on the Red Sox. You can only put it on the fantastic teamwork and and the fantastic campaign and the, the fantastic boat of 32. But I guess there is something about the Sox. And people still leave Red Sox bus side. Peter's headstone. The memory of that extraordinary performance now has a bittersweet tinge. Six years later, Peter Blake was shot and killed by pirates while monitoring climate change on the Amazon River. Sailors in New Zealand begin in tiny boats with their local boating clubs and there'll be kids all around New Zealand that start in tiny, tiny little boats. So Peter Blake started in a P-class and some of them will get to work at this level, up to this huge, massive scale on an international stage. So it's like anybody can make that journey, and that's what I love about this boat, what it represents, is that anybody can make that journey. Now, joy and delight for Peter Blake, Russell Coots and the team, because finally New Zealand really has something to shout about. Our 
Yours was produced by me, Noel McCarthy and John Daniel for Bird of Paradise Productions. For Te Papa in association with Radio New Zealand. Our EP was Tim Watkin, engineered by Andre Upston. Thanks to Victoria Kelly for our theme. You can listen to every episode on iTunes and Spotify or head to RNZ's podcast page to subscribe.